This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Welcome to the Hero Academy Podcast, the place where we can celebrate and highlight our frontline heroes. I believe that frontline heroes such as nurses, firemen, EMS, police officers, and military are heroes without capes. I don't care about politics, only positivity and purpose. I only care about those who have chosen to serve society. I believe in collaboration over competition. Here you will learn the secrets and strategies that let ordinary people become extraordinary inside of their passion. Sometimes we'll throw in some simple side hustles that everyday regular people are doing. Things you can do to make extra money, especially if you're starting to think about retirement and what's next. Inside this podcast each week, you will learn from people like you who are working full time, but still found time to create a course, grow a big team or a large audience or a profitable side hustle. The steps they took, their backstories and how they overcame burnout. The perfect blend of mindset and techniques. I'm your host, David Diem. Now let's get your dream lit for your freedom. <laughs> yeah, so welcome, Sandra Fragenta, um, to the Hero Academy podcast. If you are a police officer, a fireman, EMS, or nurse, medical practitioner, in any of those fields, you are in the right place. Welcome to this week's episode of the Hero Academy. We have Dr. Sandra Pagenta. Um, did I get the name right and everything? The title? You nailed it. You All right. nailed it. <laughs> awesome. So don't mind me. I'm just going to lean back and I'm going to chill. I'm so happy that we finally were able to connect here. Um, so what's your story? Let's hear it. So, um, goodness. From from what spot would you like me to start? I mean, I can start, start... from uh, start from what town are you from originally? Mm, take it way back. Okay, yeah. so I'm from the 904 Duval, which is just Jacksonville, Florida, uh, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which a lot of people might have issues with that football team, but yeah. So the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and I was born and raised there and um, stayed there throughout high school and then um, moved to Gainesville, Florida for um, my uh, undergraduate studies. And, and I've been living in, in Gainesville, Florida this entire time. So You do not have a southern accent whatsoever. No. Why is that? <laughs> because I was raised by northerners. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we started, I said I loved your hair, you know. Oh. It's uh, it my girl has she has curly hair too. So uh, she's Puerto Rican and Argentinian. Oh, it's good, <laughs> good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. So what is what is your background? What is your your racial background? Oh, so I'm um, half Puerto Rican, half African American. Um, my father is from New York. Uh, my mother is actually from Hoboken, New Jersey, um, but she was raised in Puerto Rico. So yeah, I uh, somehow serendipitously uh, was made in Jacksonville. They met there and that's how they, they came together. And um, yeah, the rest is history. So yeah, Puerto Rican, African-American. Do you speak Spanish? Do you know Spanish? 
Un poquito, un, un poquito. poquito. <laughs> um, you know, when I need to spit it out, don't talk, don't talk about me in Spanish because I, I know what you're saying. But uh, yeah, I don't speak it fluently. My mom was from that group where they wanted their children to sound American. Mm-hmm. And so her concern was that I would have an accent, which now with the 30 years that have passed from when she had me, um, she's realized that was a grave mistake because I wouldn't have an accent. And um Unfortunately, I don't speak it fluently, but luckily I, I work really hard to learn um, where I don't know. And so I speak, I speak enough is pretty much what most people tell me. <laughs> me too. Uh, when I retire, I'm definitely, I, I, I may start this year, but I'm definitely going to have a Zoom teacher um, a couple times a week. And uh, it's not that expensive. I, I looked into it. Um, I was learning on my phone. But it's not the same. And then I was traveling to some to some Spanish countries. Um, and it's just not the same, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same as continually practicing and speaking the language. Yeah. So I actually have found, and I'll just share a hack with you. Yeah, yeah. It's called Pimsleur. Okay. Um, and it's the CD-ROM. And I know that sounds like super antiquated, like you got your CD-ROMs, we're all about MP3s, but that those CDs are incredible. It's actually how I've gotten to how far I have gotten um, in my Spanish speaking is because of the Pimsleur, um, like a uh, shameless plug for them. But yeah, they're super great. You just plug the CD in and they walk you through like repeating what they say. Um, so it's like, oh, ¿quieres un cerveza? And like, you just like say it again and then you say it and then they kind of teach you the nuance of the actual conversation. So you're able to speak, which is, I mean, yeah, you can teach me grammar and all that stuff, but like, I need to know how to say like, can I have a beer, you know, or whatever. Do it you want to, do you want to be, do you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they teach you on the uh, CD. So yeah, you might want to check them out. This is seltzer, by the way. This is not beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh spindrift sparkling water real squeezed fruit this is one of my favorites it's a uh, raspberry flavor oh nice i have not had breakfast yet i'm doing intermittent fasting and um i'm a little hungry so i might be low energy because i just came from the gym but uh i'm really really excited to have you here um my whole strategy for 2022 is to speak to podcasters that's my whole strategy and one of the reasons why i love podcasters is because a, they already have the setup, so they have the headphones, they have the microphone, and uh, usually they're not used to being the guest, though. Usually used to being the host. Have you been the guest on many shows? Um, so it's been picking up recently, where I have been the guest on a lot more shows. Um, but yes, it's always weird to sit in this seat than to be in that seat. That seat's a lot more comfortable. Over a there. lot more comfortable. <laughs> I, I've been I've been the guest, and I've felt that 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 pressure of like, oh, what is, what is he going to ask me and how am I going to sound? And um, so I try to just be like as easygoing like, and as conversational with my guest as possible. Oh, and yeah. that's the other thing. I used to have – so my first season, I had a list of questions. And um, I just kind of ran off of that script. I had like 20 questions. And one of my guests was like – He's like, you're going to ask me all these questions, even though I gave him the questions beforehand. And I'm like, well, not all of them, maybe some of them. But uh, so I, I scrapped that. And this year it's going to be more conversational. We're just going to we're just going to kick it. You know, we're just going to talk. And um, the first thing I want to talk about with you is your podcast. So the intro, uh, I got it wrong before. 
I'll try to remember off the top of my head that you help new beginning nurses and burnt out nurses. Yeah. The spectrum. Yeah. yeah. So my spectrum ranges from a nurse in nursing school to someone all the way on the other end that's like maybe a seasoned nurse that has 20 years under her belt and she's tired or even three months you know three year three-year-old nurse that's like really tired and burnt out um and so the reason that i i target that audience is because i'd like to capture the babies before they get into the field before they're like Oh my gosh, I wish I would have known this before I got started. Uh-huh. Um, and then the ones that have been in there for like 20 years and they're just like, I can never learn anything new. This old dog can't learn any new tricks. It's like, no, 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 no. I want both of that. I want to book in this whole thing because I think that um, there's a lot to gain from both. So your experience, um, we didn't go over your credentials. You are a sure. doctor and a nurse. Can you tell me your title? Yeah, so... I have a doctorate in the nursing practice um, in adult gerontology. Uh, So basically, I um, have a bachelor's in nursing, a master's in nursing, and a doctorate in nursing. That's incredible. (laughs) How many years of schooling is all of that? Too many. Too many. Do you consider yourself a professional student? Like, are you Um, just continually learning something? I can't turn it off now. That's the problem is that... My husband is so funny. He'll say something to me, and I'm just like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, reading. And he's like, that's all you do. And I'm like, it's because that's literally all I've done. I don't know how to stop. So, yeah, I'm always constantly learning. So my better half, she's in a uh, RN in the emergency room and uh, also tra- and also charge from time to time. She's the charge nurse. And um, she's always been thinking about going back to school. Now she's going to do it this year. Um, I'd love to link you guys up and have her have a conversation with you. Uh, she's a little shy to be on podcasts. <laughs> the oh, funny yeah. thing, the funny thing is, um, I've had conversation with a pediatric oncology nurse, which I had to Google it and figure out what it was. And, uh, I'm like, God bless you, man, for the work that you do. Um, I've had a, another doctor, doctor nurse and uh she was incredible and now i have you which is incredible because you're not only a doctor and nurse you're also a podcaster as well what made you decide to tackle that and get into that so that's a really great question so what ended up happening was i had my son at two years at uh two years ago and i shout out to benji Shout out to the bench. Um, yeah, so I had Benjamin two years ago, and I realized that after maternity leave, I was going to have to go back to work. And I had not prepared myself to have a job or a position that would allow me to be home more and um, and to work, that I had to leave him with someone. And so it began to kind of bother me and start to realize that I had built nothing for myself, that everything that I had done has been at the altar of the hospital system, right? And so when I started realizing that, wait a minute, I could, I should have been developing something during this time that could have been something that was mine, that was special to me, that I felt passionate about, I began to realize I have been busy with the education portion, busy learning all this stuff, busy with the job, and now I've got nothing for myself. 
And so when I came to that realization, I was like, oh my gosh, have I need to tell nurses, like they need to be building something for themselves. And so that was what inspired the podcast was that I wanted to start hearing these stories and finding women and how they develop their careers for themselves and men. I'm totally down to have men on the podcast. I have guys on the podcast. They're incredible. Um, and so my, actually my most listened to podcast is with a guy, um, the psychedelic plant nurse. And so he's developed a psychedelic plant course to teach nurses about psychedelics, which is so cool. Um, and that is his side hustle. So yes, he works in a hospital and we do all that work, but what he's been growing on the side is the cool part. And so that's what I want to highlight with my podcast is just nurses that are developing and finding their passions. Um, because I think the, the best statement and the best quote that I can find to really attach to this is the salary is the price you pay to let your dreams go away. And Mm. so, or to let your (laughs) dreams, you know, die off. And so as nurses, we get paid a pretty good salary. So we can kind of quiet our dreams. But the problem with that is when you do wake up or you do have a family or you do have these other things, now you're beholden to that system that you have invested a lot of time in. And so I just want to show nurses what they are capable of, what you can do, why we are good in entrepreneurial spaces, why we are good in not just the academic, which we are also in, but the corporate world, if that's something that you want to want to do or whatever field or whatever setting is your dreams and your desires. If you're a nurse, that's your golden ticket to get there. So that's kind of my speech. That's like my, my, like my, like amps, you know, pump it up. That's my, uh, my speech to myself when I'm doing my podcast is just inspiring nurses that no matter where you are and whatever field you're in, you can always learn something new. You can always do something that's uncomfortable. Don't let fear run your life. So my spiel to nurses, it's going to be super short, is that you have a lot of experience in a lot of different fields, and that experience and your stories can help someone else. And in helping someone else, you can build a business. You can, you can do this, you know? And you're helping, you're helping nurses, which that was incredible. Everything that you just said, I'm going to run that back, and that's going to be the highlight of this episode. Um, that's it. I'm sorry, Pete. I don't that, have to say anything else. <laughs> that, that's it right there. Um, out of how many episodes have you published? So I am on, I've recorded like 31. Mm-hmm. Um, I've published, I think, 25. And when did you start? Back in May of Back in May. 20, uh, 2021. I started two months after you, and I've released uh, 22 episodes. That was my season one. So we're like right in neck and neck. So like we're aligning at the same exact time. Um, I think I I started my podcast probably four months earlier, that maybe March, and it was originally called Passion and Profit, and and then I was like, no, that's that's not really gonna. Re- it didn't resonate. Like I didn't have, I didn't have. I had the same group of people who I wanted to serve. But I didn't really know like how I wanted to help them, and um, then I was able to dial it dial it in, and uh, you know I came up with the Hero Academy because uh, everyone who serves with um, you know that servant heart, like you, nurses don't go into nursing uh, to become wealthy; they go into it because it's a great career, and it's the same thing with firemen and police officers and EMS; they don't go into it to become wealthy. Uh, it's a great salary 
and you earn a great living. Um, but you don't, you never, you know, you're never going to become wealthy by doing that. So you have to look at what else you can do. If, if that's one of your dreams to become wealthy, you know, you have yeah. to look at what else you can do. So, um, that's, you know, why I started the podcast. That's why I started, um, talking to other podcasters who were in this space. And like, like I said, everything that you just say is so incredible. Uh, I'm going to switch to your family. Um, your husband, the, you took it, you took his last name. I did. I took his last name. And uh, I asked you before, Pagenta, is that Spanish? Yeah. So it's actually Italian. Um, it was like Panticelli or something like uh-huh. that. And when they came to the United States, they chopped off the celli part and it's just magenta. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so it's actually Italian. That's pretty cool. And what's and what's his what's his mix his his background his you know. Oh gosh. So yeah. So my husband is Panamanian, born in Panama, uh-huh. and he um, his father is actually his dad. So my husband's grandfather is from um, Chicago. <laughs> And so he was in the military and got stationed in Panama for the military. And while he was there, he found a little Afro-Panamanian cutie and he married her. And so they ended up having my father-in-law and he um, married my mother-in-law, Eugenia. Um, and she's like a Spanish um, Panamanian. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, they had uh, my husband. So my husband is full-blooded Panamanian, but it's from all over. So it's pretty cool. I said, um, you know, before we started recording that you guys are true Americans. You're a mix of everything. And I, I absolutely love it. Um, it's, it's what I believe is the future of um, ending racism. If everyone, you know, if, 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 you, just, if you just blend up everyone, uh, there was this one comedian, he used a crude word, but he said, you know, if you... You, you can love away racism because if you just blend every if you just blend everyone up, you know what I'm saying. But yes. if you if you blend up everyone, you just come out with people. And oh, and the other thing I always say is if we were visited by aliens, right, we would very quickly gel together because it would be aliens and it would be humans. humans. <laughs> we're we're all humans, you know. Yeah. We're we're the human race, so. I, I just I love your family. I love I love all of the different um, you know ethnic ethnicities and I don't even call them races because there's there's only one human race. But uh, you your family is truly truly American and I I absolutely love it. Thank you. I absolutely love yes. it. It's really cool. So um, Benji, how old is he? He's two. He's two. You got a little yes. two-year-old running around. <laughs> I don't hear him. Where? Where is? Where is this two-year-old? Oh, he is corralled somewhere. We have corralled him. <laughs> that is extremely difficult. Yeah. That's that's difficult. Um, when when do you typically record your podcast? Like, is it at night or is it during the day? Oh man, you're you're so 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 true. Those are really good questions. So. Um, I actually work part-time as a nurse practitioner. Um, so I do that two days a week. And then the other days of the week, I'm a full-time mom, which some people like to say like, oh, you only have like a part-time position. I'm like, no, I actually, I have a job and a half, um, (laughs) because being a mom is a full-time job. And Uh so taking care of the house and doing all the things that you have to do that a lot of that, that burden and that 
beautiful blessing of being able to care for your family um, comes down on, on women. And so it's yes. something that I enjoy, but it's also something that I have to do. And so that's what I do during the week. Um, and then the two days that I work, I, um, I've been blessed to have uh, my family watch my son. And then um, I uh, do podcasts in the mornings. Um, I've recorded them at night when my kids asleep. I uh, I just hustle and grind. Um, you are a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. You are a hustler, man. Yeah. I I wish I had I wish I had the drive that you have. Um, that that's incredible. All all of the things that you do. So you you're working how many hours a week typically? So I work about twenty twenty two hours a week. Um, I work really long shifts, so I go in at um, about 6 a.m. I go to work, and I stay there until about 5. Um, wow. And so I work for, yeah, I work two days a week, and then, like I said, just come home, take care, make sure everything's done, and then just get up, get my podcast episodes planned out. I do my own editing, my own YouTube um, editing, so we're going to be going live on YouTube in January. Um, wow. And so I'm editing YouTube videos, I'm editing podcasts, and doing my own promotion on Instagram, Facebook. I'm just trying to build um, in between in, in, in the time that I have. So this is book called Crushing It. I love that book. Um, but he, uh, I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep, Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is so cool. And so he is super encouraging and inspirational to me every time. I'm just like him and um, David Goggins. That's another one that I just like. I love that guy. I just think he's nuts. I'm like, I don't know. I just love his energy. And so anytime I'm feeling like a little uninspired or just like, you know, tired or whatever, I just like listen to them and I'm like, go crush it, you know, so uh, get hard or whatever it is. <laughs> I have to send you uh, this guy who um, it, it's actually on David Goggins page. He posted this guy who is um, basically imitating him and making fun of him. But it's it's hilarious and it's in a very soft way. It's not it's not in like a, a mean way in any way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I have to send you that. Um, I connected with you on Instagram so that I could get a uh, photo for the cover of this, this epi- you know, like a thumbnail. Sure. So um, don't, uh, don't not accept me. Because <laughs> yeah, every, every person who I have on the podcast, now we're friends forever. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're friends forever. And like I'm, I'm here to support you in your hustle. And... Um, you know, I have so many tips. Like, I, I'll give you one right now that I use Fiverr all the time. Are you familiar with Fiverr? Fiverr is that isn't that an app? I don't know. Uh, no, it's a website. So, nope. um, oh, no. so you can find uh, people all around the world. Like, I had a guy from Nigeria redo my website. It's so it's it's F I. It's it's the number five F I V E R, and then there's an extra R dot com. Okay. And uh, you'll be incredible what you can find people on there to do for you. Um, I know you were doing your website over. um, And I absolutely, it's not that I, I just don't enjoy doing, doing stuff like that. I know that I could do it. I I know I could do it, but um, you have to find, like you have limited time, right? Because you're working full time. You're a mommy full time. And you're a podcaster <laughs> and you're building, you're building your, your business on the side, you know, so you have limited time. So 
you have to uh, evaluate like, hey, where do I want to spend my time the most? You know, and I know that I don't want to spend my time building websites. I also pay for um, almost everyone I talk to. They edit their own podcast. Uh, editing takes a lot of time. <laughs> I have I have a guy in the Philippines that does my editing. I have a virtual assistant that does um, he edits the videos and puts them on YouTube for me. And it's not as expensive as you would think, you know. So Very, uh, Tim Ferriss, four hour work week. I'm loving, yes. I'm loving what you're spitting out here because he talks a lot about that, like doling stuff out and I might need you to help me out with some of that stuff because yeah, yeah I am I'm yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, so so you have to weigh, hey, can I swing can I swing this financially versus uh, versus your time? Like where's your time? most valuably spent and for me it's having conversations like this so like i i could have a hour long conversation with uh you know i limited it to three but i think i could do more <laughs> but i i feel i feel wiped after having conversation i feel ener energized but i also feel wiped because like you you know what I'm talking about. I always feel buzzed after after recording every episode. It's like a little high. I'm like, yes, I got another one done. Especially when it's someone like, um, someone inspiring and incredible like yourself. You know, like like you are amazing. Um, I think we pr probably could end it there, but I have like probably five more questions for you. Okay, let's do it. So if you had a uh, if you had a Netflix special. Right? What what would it be? Ooh, if I had a Netflix special, meaning that I you you produced your own show. I produced my own show. Would oh, it be gosh. a comedy? Would it be a docu series? Would it be a uh, would it be like a thriller? Like what kind of show would you? You're the producer. You're the okay. director. It's it's the San, It's presented by Sandra Pregenta. Oh my gosh, these are dreams right here. Yeah. Cool. You have so your own I, Netflix special. You I are say, so so you are you are the Kevin Hart of of uh, of nursing, right? Oh gosh. That's huge. Those are big those are big shoes to fill. I would yeah. say that I would probably given my doctoral background, it would have to be a docu series. It would have to be something like based on reality, like something about research, um maybe the a day in a life with a nurse or something like, you know, super real and i just i love realness i love vulnerability um i think seeing the struggles of maybe like a working mom nurse um might be really cool yeah maybe something like that I don't know. do you have any funny stories off the top of your head that you can think of that um you're not you know you're not you're not like, uh, yeah i know what you're trying to say like uh violating hipaa you're not violating um, hipaa but you yeah know. <laughs> no i uh, how about how about co-worker stories uh have you ever dealt with any difficult nurses or doctors oh my gosh yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah i actually uh share this story all the time um regarding when i first became a nurse um i had a really uh toxic work environment my very first job a lot of nurses um, when you hear their stories, they complain about burnout. They also complain about bullying. Those are two really big things, two big B's of nursing. Um, and so I was bullied at my first job pretty, pretty severely. I mean, I had someone legitimately say like, she's like, I just don't like you. And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, like that's, I was Miss Congeniality in my high school. Like, what do you mean you don't like me? Everyone likes me. Like, so, um, yeah, definitely not liked. And so I was in an oncology unit um, and I'm like super bubbly and like, you know, I talk with my hands, I'm Puerto Rican, like, you know, whatever. And so it was a very somber, very like, very sad um, floor. And so, um, the way that I was, I was also really young. I was 22 when I was a, a brand new nurse. And so I think your emotional intelligence is pretty low, at least for me, it was just because I was, you know, newly graduated college student. You're super kind of bubbly. And, um, I had to learn a lot in that job. And I had, I made a, some enemies, unfortunately, even though I was like, I'm not your enemy, but they were just like, you're not what we like here. And so, um, I think that was actually a really good learning experience for me because I kind of learned quickly um, how to have emotional intelligence and kind of realizing, Sandra, you can't be bubbly here and that's okay. Um, this might not be the job for you for the long term. And so unfortunately, I was very loyal. And so it was like, oh, but I signed up and I said I was going to come to work. And so I need to keep coming. And it's like, they don't like you. You need to go find some place where they like you who you are. You need to go find where you fit. You are a peg, you know, you're a round, uh, a round peg in a square hole. Like yeah, yeah. you don't fit here. And so, um, one of the things that I also really want to spend a lot of, a lot more time focusing on is, is working within your strengths. And so I think that's something in life that we really don't encourage, uh, people to do. We tell, we love the stories of the underdog, like, Oh, you know, um, and she over, she overcame this, she overcame it. And it's like, well, why doesn't she just work where she's good at and then just get better? <laughs> like, you know, and so that's really what I'm into is, is not so much, Hey, let's just have a nurse power through, make it in this field. That's just telling her constantly, like, you're not good here. And it's like, yeah, maybe I'm not a good oncology nurse. Like maybe I can do it. Yes, I can, but that's not really where I'm gifted at. And so I think as I've gone through my career, I've really been able to hone in into my giftings and what I'm naturally inclined to and what I'm able to just go like, this is easy for me. This doesn't require me to be someone else. This doesn't require me to be using my whole tank of energy to make sure I'm less and that I'm not coming into the room and I'm not reading the room right and all this. Now I'm like, I get to be myself and the job that I do now as a urology nurse practitioner is perfectly aligned with how I'm designed, how I'm, you know, I work with a, an elderly population, which I love men 65 and up. If you're 65 and up, I love you. I don't even know who you are. I just love you. And so, but there are pediatric nurses for a reason. They need to go do that. That's where they're gifted. I like them. If you're the older you are, the better you're a hundred. You're my favorite. Like I just, <laughs> that's what I enjoy. And so just finding where you're, where you're, um, where your where your niche is, where you're supposed to be, is something that I really encourage nurses to do from day one, and I had to learn the hard way. That leads me to my third and third and almost final question because I have two more. <laughs> uh, you mentioned your strength and working inside of your strength, which like totally leads me into what is your strength uh, as a nurse? What is your strength, and what is your best ability? Um, just in general, what's your strength today? So it's funny when I decided to start a podcast, I had asked my husband, you know, what do you think I'm good at? And he's like talking and I'm like, okay, well, I, uh, I guess I talk too much or, you know, no, he was just, you have a great radio voice too. I, I listened to the intro. Uh, I listened to one episode and I also listened to the intro, like probably, uh, 
half dozen times just to figure out what it was that you know your podcast was about so i listened to the intro again and again and again and i was like wow she has a really good radio voice and uh so so yes you are a great podcaster uh but what but what is your strength other than talking yeah so um that was what my husband had shared with me and then as far as in in my in my working environment what i found is um i'm really good at in the moment thinking and processing um, I think that I've, and that's why I've been really drawn to surgery. So surgery, you really have to stay present in the moment. You've got to be able to, um, I do procedures at my job. And so, um, in the moment you have to be thinking, you have to be present, you have to be thinking ahead, what we can do, problem solving in the moment. Um, and those are things that I've actually found that I, I enjoy. I, I feel like I'm relatively decent at it. Um, not to, you know, want to toot my own horn on here but yeah those are things that I just think that are my natural um, predilections and so I just I've been moving towards those things because I find that um, you know primary care whenever you're working with a patient you're like please stop smoking please take your meds <laughs> like that stuff I just I, I'm not good at it because I'm just like I don't understand why you can't do this but when I work in urology, I get to do a little bit of that, but then I also get to wash my hands of it. And I get to mm -hmm. go like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. Let's do your procedure. Let's move on. You know, so I can do the parts that I can control because I, I find that like, if it's a something that I, I, I can't fix, I have to fixate on. That's not good for me. That's not good for my soul. So I'm better with something that it's like, okay, I, I get to do this. I get to take care of this procedure. I get to work this procedure. I get to not necessarily control it, but I've got, I, I've got, um, power over this. And so I can do it, make sure I take care of my patients really well, make sure that they feel loved and that they feel like their provider cares about them. And then I get to go and go back to your primary care doctor and they'll talk to you for 15 minutes about not smoking because I only had to do it for 30 seconds. And you know, that's just, that's just kind of what I found has worked for myself. I'd be remiss, and it would be a shame if I didn't mention the name of your podcast and we didn't promote you a little bit. Uh, what is the name of your podcast? So my podcast is the Doctor Nurse Podcast, um, and it is a week a month. Sorry, a weekly podcast every Monday morning at six a.m. I drop an episode, um, and yeah, it's it's a feature of a nurse. It's a conversation that I'm having um, with a nurse, and she's describing her journey. I'm really into journeys because what you what you begin to realize is that from the very first day that you step onto a floor as a nurse until the day that your career stops, there is a journey to where you are, and so I like to highlight and to showcase those journeys uh, i love that so i've been really into the hero's journey uh joseph campbell and studying it as it relates to marketing and as it relates to people's personal stories so that's like really what i've been into um if people want to contact you where should they uh go and like what's your what's your info all right so um i am at um Instagram at the Dr. Nurse Podcast. I'm TikToking. I'm on Facebook. Um, there's a Dr. Nurse community that I am growing, starting up, um, posting stuff about um, my podcast. I am, you can subscribe to the Dr. Nurse uh, Podcast and I'll send you updates. Um, and my website is going to be complete, completed at the end of the month. Um, and so hopefully by February, we will have an active growing website where you can find all of this stuff. I'm on YouTube. I'm on, like I said, TikTok. I'm, I'm everywhere. Charmed okay. Everywhere. 
my that's incredible uh god bless your hustle <laughs> my last question for you if you had a comic superpower what would it be and why oh gosh a comic superpower uh i would probably say to be in multiple places at once <laughs> or, yeah, or maybe longer arms to get my kid when he was across the room or something. But I probably multiple places at once to so be over with Benji and be cooking and be sitting an email and yeah, I think that would be my what is that like? Um, duplicity. Um, it's multiple multiple clones of yourself. Yeah, uh, like pew, 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 pew. that would be incredible. But uh, there would be some kind of weakness there. Like oh, for sure what would you know there would definitely be a weakness i think that like your soul can't be everywhere you know like okay so so your mind so your mind is split but your soul can only be in one place yeah that would be pretty cool right so 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 you'd have to be really careful that you don't need soul so your your soul would have to be with your son and then your mind could be these (laughs) other places you know split (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I think you understand me. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. Dr. Sandra Pagenta, thank you so much for coming on the Hero Academy. Um, I am very grateful to have met you. And like I said, uh, once you're my guest, you're my friend uh, for the rest of, you know, for the rest of our natural I lives. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you. And thank you for the work that you're doing with your podcast. It's, um, you know, it's admirable for sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk afterwards. We'll talk soon. Yes. All right, I'm going to stop this. All right. All right, family. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Everyone I interview, I've chosen for you guys because of their story. And I hope that you get some value every single time. If you did get value or just just simply enjoyed the episode, please share the episode with someone that you know. If you know of a guest, a frontline hero that has an amazing story, something uplifting or a positive message, hit me up in the contact form of www.davidleith.com or DM me at Instagram at davidleith, the number one. Subscribe to the show because I have some really phenomenal guests coming up in the next few weeks that you definitely don't want to miss. All right, one.